Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Uh, today's topics, we're going to be talking to some really special panelists. Uh, these are military veterans who've uh, dedicated their lives to serve our country, but also have really intriguing stories about each of their individual lives and how um, their experience has actually made them grow. We have uh, Chandra uh, Johnson. She's a U.S. Army veteran and Jesse Brown, VA public affairs officer. We also have Don Jackson, a U.S. Navy veteran and works in mil- uh, voluntary services at Jesse Brown VA. And we also have Walter McKinley, a U.S. Navy uh, Vietnam veteran and poet. And we also have James R. Shannon, a U.S. Marine Vietnam veteran. Today's discussion is going to be celebrating veterans' military experiences and their path to the VA. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Why don't you lead us off, Chandra? for having us today. So for Veterans Day, um, we wanted our segment to be from the voice of the veteran. And I'll share a quick story on why these guys on the phone are so fascinating. Mm -hmm. So when I first started going to the VA, I would love to hear veteran stories. Um, One day I said, wow, you guys really define what being a veteran is all about. And one veteran stopped me. He said, you took an oath, right? I was like, yeah. He said, if you were called to defend, you would, right? I said, of course. He said, then that makes you no different from me. He said, never downplay your service ever. And those words stuck in my head. And just like each other veterans on this phone, um, they have inspired me in different ways. And I'm just, I'm so glad that they're here to share their stories today. Oh, fantastic. Okay, Don, why don't you lead us off? Tell us a little about yourself and your story and how you, uh, be, you know, came to work at the voluntary services at JBVA. Okay, hi. First of all, uh, Mr. Kelly, thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh, I'm Don Jackson, Navy veteran, uh, Sixth Fleet, Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I was stationed on two ships, USS Arthur W. Radford, DD-968, U.S. Seattle, AOE-3 Oiler. Ah, um, yes. I entered the VA, um, uh, and I always like to preface it by saying the VA saved my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I crawled in the VA because of my, I was just broken. I was just a broken person, alcohol, drug addiction. And I was in the hospital for three months. Mm -hmm. They, I asked God, I said, God, if you taste it, take this taste of alcohol and drug off me, Mm. I would serve mankind. So they patched me up and I wanted to give back. So I heard of voluntary services. So I volunteered. I volunteered for four years, and then later on, they offered me a job because I showed up on time. I was there before their regular paid employees. So they said, well, I think you you showing exemplary um, work ethics. Mm-hmm. I said, well, okay, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> I went on to work for uh, SPD, Supply and Distribution, for four years, and then I went on to Voluntary Services. Voluntary Services gave me a chance to give back. 
I gave back to the one, uh, the people that helped me, the the nurses, the psychiatrists, the help. And, and I like to give kudos to Jesse Brown, not only that I, because I work there, because they actually care about the veterans. We have veterans come together all day, every day. And this pandemic's been really, really hard on the veterans because they can't come up and, and we can't talk and, you know, just hang out like they've been doing over the past years. Um, I don't want to uh, uh, downplay uh, uh, addiction, recovery, mm-hmm. and thanks be to God and Jesse Brown. I'm 14 years clean November next oh, week. Congratulations. Uh, through Ooh. the different right. services Jesse Brown offered. And if I can take a few seconds here to mention a few of the services, services that the Jesse Brown Hospital offers, uh, as well as do volunteer. If you want to become a oh, volunteer, sure. you can mm-hmm. just call the Voluntary Services Office at 312-569-6109, and then you can come in and fill out an application for many, many volunteer opportunities. And our ambassador, we're so proud of our ambassador program, and that's a newly added program to our repertoire of uh, volunteer opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, kiosk cleaners, and a whole host of more, but not to hog all the time. But if you can call that number, 312-569-6109, as voluntary services offer, and someone at the desk can, can uh, guide you through the uh, onboarding process. Well, thank you for your service, thank and you. thank you for your strength. You, you know, that's a remarkable story, Don. I, I just uh, am really touched by your story, and congratulations on the 14 years. That is, uh, that is a triumph <laughs> for anybody. Thank you. And uh, so, Walter, tell me a little bit more about yourself and how this uh, sort of happened to you, for you. Oh, you said Walter? Yes, Walter. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you. Sure. Yes, my name is Walter McKinley. I'm a U.S. Navy veteran, Vietnam veteran. Yeah. And uh, I was, I was, I joined the Navy in 1964 during the Vietnam era, and because uh, I wanted to find out was if there was anything else other than the West Side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I, I joined, and, and I, I, I was stationed aboard the USS Yorktown, which is an aircraft carrier. And, uh, and uh, as soon as I got aboard, I, I, we headed overseas to, to the South China Sea, to Vietnam, and, uh, where I, I, I made two cruises, mm-hmm. and uh, I was an engineer. I worked in the fire rooms and engine rooms, and <laughs> one of my jobs was uh, working on the flight deck as a smoke watch. Oh, and I, my job was to <laughs> communicate. With the uh, engine rooms and fire rooms, let them know what color the smoke was from the stacks. And I experienced at that same time uh, the, the fighter jets coming back from attack missions from Vietnam, crash landing some of them. And uh, and I still dream about some of those incidents and whatnot. But but it was some experience. I made two tours of Vietnam. Wow. But uh, oh. Jesse Brown, yes, sir. That's a that's a lot of time back then. Two tours was not that common. Uh, for people to yes, go through. Yes, yes, I made two tours of it. Yes, I did. Yeah, and you know, one and, thing uh, I, I want to do is, you know, Veterans Day was uh, last Wednesday, um, and we all celebrated that on the 11th. A couple of days ago, yes, sir. Yeah, 11 a.m., right, at uh, 11th day, 11th month, <laughs> 1918 was when it first uh, started. But I want to, you know, you had a short poem, I Am a Veteran, and if you can yes, give yes. us that poem very quickly, because uh, we have limited time. I sure but, will. Yes. Yes, yes, I wrote this poem after I got out, and a lot of people like it, and I'm very proud of it. Okay. It's called I Am a Veteran. I am a veteran. I've done my time. I've risked my life for this land you call mine. World War One, I can vaguely see. 
Sometimes the thought just startles me. World War II was kind of hard to bear when I see the bombs falling through the air. I can see the nights when they looked at day. I can see the ships sinking at the bay. I am a veteran. I'll stand and tell of North Korea. Man, was it hell. But we held our ground and kept our flag. Not one American bowed or lagged. I am a veteran. I don't brag or bluff, but I went to the sands of the Persian Gulf. I am a veteran. Some don't give a damn, but I crossed the water from Vietnam. I am a veteran. I'll stand tall and say, I'm glad I went and fought for the USA. Thank wow. You. wow, Walter, that was phenomenal. I, I know there are a lot of Thank tears you. out there right now because that, that was hitting me really hard. That's uh, that's an emotional poem, and uh, yes, I'm, I'm so glad we got a chance to listen. Every veteran that, that's, that's in, in the service that's alive now, all the wars, it covers all of them, and, and I'm really proud of it. Yes, sir. And then, James, uh, you're a U.S. Marine veteran. Uh, why don't you tell us about your story, how uh, things were going, and, um, you know, I, I know you were on the show before with Cliff in the past, and you were um, serving on the uh, USS uh, Midway, the iconic one, <laughs> the USS Midway. Correct. correct. During Operation yeah, Frequent Wind. Midway. Yes, sir. Yeah, we were, uh, for lack of better description, the Uber drivers, the Uber riders <laughs> for the uh, refugees from Vietnam and yes, the sir. American, you know, employees and everything. I, uh-huh. I uh, joined the uh, Marines in 72 mm-hmm. to 82. I went on deployment, uh, you know, as we said, to Vietnam to evacuate the refugees. Uh, I was a uh, air, air, play, air, oh man, I can't even say it, a uh, plane captain oh, wow. uh, for F-4 Phantoms, uh, total reconnaissance, Wow. and a jet mechanic. And uh, But we all had to pitch in when we went over to Vietnam because it was an operation. They gave us 30 days. We sat in the ocean for 29, Then we had like a 24-hour 48-hour turnaround period to get as many people as we could. You know, that really... And uh, after we... Yeah. <laughs> no, that really gets me because I was thinking, you you know, uh, in the military, they say join the military, see the world, and do things you haven't done before. And I'm thinking, you said going from an Uber driver to a jet mechanic. <laughs> it's like, what haven't you done? <laughs> but go on. You were saying well, about you to know, say something. It was an experience. It was a great experience. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, I'm still learning. I'm a certified VSO. Oh, and uh, I'm trying to get um, yeah. as many people, as many veterans, their benefits as possible because it's just a, just a, it's just crazy. There's so many don't know, don't know what's out there and available to them, and the homelessness and things of that nature. I'm on the board with uh, Housing Forward, mm-hmm. which motto is uh, to end homelessness, and you know it's, that's, that's my focus in helping veterans uh, that are homeless or you know, obtain their benefits. Oh, fantastic. And uh, Chandra, you know, um, I, I'm just so jealous of your career because I'm looking at what you've done. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about your your career and what you've done before the Jesse Brown VA? <laughs> yeah, mine is mine is really a little different, and I, you yes, know, yes. <laughs> but the Army Entertainment Division they actually disbanded because of funding um, mm-hmm. maybe about two years ago. But huh. it was like American Idol before there was American Idol. <laughs> so you had to send in an audition tape. From there, they would uh, 
um, invite you down to audition live. And it was like American Idol. We would go through the moves and everything at the end of that. At the end of the day, you were selected and you went on a six-month tour. And your job was to boost the morale of soldiers. So we went to a lot of uh, basic training bases, AIT, and just to get give the soldiers hope um, wow. and to get through what they were going through. So I had a blast um, on that. It, I did two tours. And then once I got out, I just wanted to continue working with service members and veterans. And that's what led me to the VA. You know, that is so uh, admirable. I really have to thank you for your service because, you know, I was a combat medic, so I'm a physician. So, um, you know, I did a couple of tours in Iraq, but um, I I saw people who, um, you know, were actually, you know, injured uh, with war and that kind of thing, but also with mental health issues. And that uh, morale thing boosted people so much. Every time we had at least uh, some type of show, something came through, People felt like this was a different world for them, and they could just take a breath for a moment, you know. So you you probably saved a lot of lives, Sandra, you know, by going mm-hmm. out there and making sure that morale stayed up uh, within our troops. So I have to commend you Thank for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why the words of that one veteran hit me really hard when he said, never downplay your service. Yes. Because I always got the joke of, oh, you were in the tap dancing army. I'm like, no, I was a real soldier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's only one type of soldier. <laughs> they told me when I first joined, they were like, you want to practice medicine and all that? You better learn how to use this gun. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we got this gun and we got a rifle for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that uh you you still are a soldier to your heart uh, yeah. when you put that uniform on and uh you never know how that's going to roll out for you but you know tell me a little bit more about the va system what are some of the things that they're offering you know um from the volunteer uh services type of uh, viewpoint i know that there are a lot of programs there uh there the things that are um, you know, really important for veterans to know that they have the access to certain benefits. And uh, this is something that, uh, you know, veterans have to become more in tune with. And right now we have veterans on almost lockdown. I'm really worried about them because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, many mm-hmm. of us have PST, PTSD and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, being on lockdown from this coronavirus thing is really putting an extra burden on people. So what, what words will you have for them or what, what's available for them? Um, I will let Don take that as far as, like, the voluntary service question. I know we recently did invite the strike force back to Jesse Brown. Um, They were volunteering there, and they were just a great resource for the veterans. And um, I'm glad that they're back to spread more information. But COVID sort of shut them down for a while. But I'll let Don give more information on that. Mm -hmm. Right, Chandra. And and that's that's a haven for veterans. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people will know you have a lot of the veterans circulating around there, uh, talking to one another, uh, just just being with other veterans, because veterans understand veterans, right? Yes, so yes. Mm-hmm. When the covert came about, a lot of my veterans friends that I met through the VA are not no, lo- no longer with us, and I'm sure everybody can say the same thing. They're no longer with us today because they couldn't come out the house. They was afraid to come out the house. Oh. A lot of them that I'm just I'm naming on one hand about five just passed. Um, I used to run the uh, Jesse Brown Food Pantry. Matter of fact, we mm. was the first food pantry in a federal institution, yeah. and and it was a, such a such a joy. And some of you veterans out there probably can uh, 
probably can attest to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we serve anywhere from 180 to 200 veterans, mm-hmm. and we get blowback from that because we cannot, we cannot, we cannot deny the veterans meals. We cannot. We have to mm-hmm. feed them. Before we will have a whole mm-hmm. second floor, we call it the catwalk floor, the whole floor uh, of different fresh vegetable, fresh mm-hmm. produce and vegetables mm-hmm. and fresh meat. I mean, from a leg of lamb to, I mean, it's amazing. But okay. that was all had to cease, that cease because of the COVID. So, okay. you know, at some point, I guess <clears throat> we would bring it back, but it would never be the same. Well, we have to, we have, to have all of you back. We're running out of time. And but I am, you know, anytime I get together with veterans, I end up at four o'clock in the morning because I start talking to and uh, time goes by so fast when you're talking with good people. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit America's HG dot org.